Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of In Distress, a podcast where I talk about nonsense in the comfort of my childhood bedroom. First things first, why I didn't have an episode last week. So basically, I'm a spontaneous girly sometimes. And like when people text me and are like, hey, do you want to go hang out? I'm going to say yes every single time Um, because I'm more than likely haven't done anything fun in a while. So anytime somebody's like, hey, let's go do something, I'm 100% down for the most part. So my friends called me before I left work last Friday and they were like, hey, we're going out this weekend. It's Pride weekend and you should pull up. But we forgot that you actually have to work on Fridays. So if you don't want to come today, you should definitely come tomorrow. And I was like, thinking about it and I was like dang like it would be a lot for me to drive home 40 minutes and then like have to drive like an hour um to go and hang out with my friends because they don't live near me and I was like you know what I'm gonna do it I haven't had I haven't done anything fun the past couple of weeks since like I graduated because I was broke and didn't have a job but now I have a job and I had just got my first check and I was like you know what guys I'm gonna do it I'm on my way. So I drove home and then I got my stuff together and then I told my family bye and I was like, okay guys, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna see y'all tomorrow. Um, so then we, I went to their house and we got ready to go out and we took the Marta train. Okay guys, we took the Marta train. Like we, we really ate that one thing. And then we went to the club and it wasn't that memorable of a night. I'm going to be honest. I was fairly sober, fairly sober and um, the vibes weren't that immaculate, but we did see like a popular lesbian TikTok couple um, at the club, which was super cool. And then we didn't say anything, but it was just really cool. My friend danced with one of their friends and it was it was cute. It was a cute moment. Um, and then we ended up meeting some people that um, actually went to the same college as us outside and we danced with them like later on in the night and stuff. And they were super cool. And, um, so then that was the right, that was that, that was that day. So then we went back to their place after we went to Waffle House and I was like, guys, I might go home tomorrow. Like, I was like, I don't really know if I'm going to stay, you know, I did my one. I don't really know. It didn't eat that bad for me. So then we ended up like waking up at like 4 PM, me and my friend Xavier. And we were like, you know what? I was like, I don't know, guys, I might go home to hang out with my family. Like they may be eating good tonight. And one thing about me, I'm not going to miss out on a good, delicious meal. So I was like, I might go hang out and just like go home. And they were like, honestly, Tori, you should just stay. And I was like, uh, I don't know, guys. So then we went out to go get lunch and I thought about it some. And they were like, Tori, you should just stay. And I was like, you know what, guys, I will stay. So then we went and got ready. But this time I was like, I'm on a mission. Like it's Pride weekend. Like I'm on a mission. So I took four shots before we left. Then we hotboxed the car. And I'm whispering that part because I'm not saying that it happened did allegedly allegedly we hot boxed my friend's car we waited for the uber that i paid for on my credit card now i don't really know if that was like the right decision to have been making at the time but i was like you know what guys i'm just gonna pay for this uber on my credit card okay guys i'm four shots in i love you guys so much you guys are really my day ones like you guys are my besties i'm paying for the uber ride there so we went and we get to this club. I forgot what it was called, but we went there like one time. We went there like the week we graduated, like that weekend. And it was super fun that weekend. Like they play a lot of oonts oonts music. Like, so it was definitely a vibe. And like I said, like I was crossed. I was in there and I was having the time of my life. So, you know, we're in there. I did do some dancing with multiple women and it was really nice. It was really nice. I really felt my element. And I was also not really thinking about like, I wasn't like drunk, like, oh, I'm going to throw up. I wasn't like hungover the next day. It was just like 
really it was like enough intoxication to like not be thinking about what other people are thinking of me you know like that little bit of like oh like are are people like watching me like oh I feel uncomfortable like it was just enough to not be in that headspace and just be doing feeling the oons oons music so then there was this really 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 fine girl at the club and so I did end up dancing with her and unfortunately, we went, we got nothing out of that. I'm not going to go too much deeper into that. If you really want to know the full story, you can go check out my TikTok. It's in the links in the description of this episode. It's it's like the fourth video on my TikTok because I've making a lot of TikToks now. But um, yeah, if you want to go check that out, it's in my link tree links. And um, yeah, but yeah, it didn't really go anywhere, unfortunately. But that's okay, you know, because we went out there and we did things and we had fun. Like Pride Weekend, it felt like a success to me. Okay, guys. So that was a really fun night. And then um, I came home and then we like went to Waffle House again and then we went back and I knocked out. And then, you know, the next day I came home and I was like, yeah, this ate, this ate. And um, then, you know, I went to work for the week and I was like, dang, I did not record that podcast at all. Like that is not something that happened. And then I was contemplating maybe recording an episode on Sunday, but I was like, no, like I'm really tired. I am not going to have my full thoughts together. I'm just going to wait till next week. So then it came yesterday. Usually the episodes are up at 7 a.m. But my friend, there's this show I've been wanting to watch for the past couple of weeks. And it's called like The Fall of the House of Usher. And it's on Netflix. And Mike Flanagan has like, it's one of his shows that he's done. He's done like Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor. And then he did The Midnight Club and he did Midnight Mass. And I really enjoyed Midnight Mass. And then he did this show and it's his last show of like his Netflix contract. And he's moving to Amazon Prime. Uh, which nobody really cared about knowing, but I just wanted to give you guys the full deets, okay? I'm an informational girl. I'm like Google, but a girl, human, and black. Anywho, so um, I was like, God, I really want to watch it. And I haven't watched it yet, but I'm like, I can't watch Halloween or like, I don't like, I don't like watching Halloween shows when it's not like October. So I was like, guys, I really want to watch the show. And we just haven't gotten around to it. So I was like, this weekend I'm watching it. But my friend was like, oh, do you want to watch the first two episodes of the of the show? And at that point, it was like it was like 1 a.m. or like 12. It was like 1 a.m. at that point, I think, or like 12. And I was like, yeah, I definitely want to watch it because I wanted to watch it with my friends. But I was going to settle for watching it alone, which was fine. And when I got the opportunity, I jumped at it and I was like, dang, I need to record the podcast. Like, what am I going to do? And I was like, I'm just going to watch the show and I'll just stay up. I won't be tired. But I have been waking up early since like Wednesday for work. I've been waking up at like 8 a.m. because I have to go in early for work to do this training thing about abstinence. It's a whole thing. Anywho. And so I had to go in. I had to wake up early again yesterday, not as early, but had to wake up early so that I could go to the like third training, which is like a separate thing. And I was like low key, haven't had a nap in days. And I was just like really tired. So, or I didn't feel tired before I laid down, but once I was in the dark watching a TV show, it just set in. So we watched the first episode and the second episode came at that point it was like 3am and I fell asleep like in the middle of it. And I was like, dang. And my friend was like, Tori, are you awake? Cause he, we were on like Netflix party and I was not responding to the messages. And he was like, Tori, are you even awake over there? And I was like, oh, I was like, no, I was not. I was definitely asleep. So then now I have to catch up to like the middle of the episode. Um, so we can finish watching it later. 
But that's why the episode is late, first of all. But I definitely wanted to make sure that I did the episode today because I don't want to like fall off track with not doing it. And I've really been enjoying the podcast lately. Like I feel like I'm really making a lot of pushes in my life to, you know, get uncomfortable and really just grow my social media stuff. So yeah, anywho, some things that I've been doing. I've been reading my book. I really, for those of you who don't know, I definitely, I read when I was younger, but I never like loved books so much, but I enjoyed reading. And once you get into like college, low key, once you get to like the point where you're reading like almost every single day for school, it's kind of hard to like, especially if you're not like an avid reader to find time to read for fun or for the enjoyment of it. So Like one of my favorite, like one of the things that I cannot do is like, I can't watch a movie and then read the book. Like I need to read that book first. And there's like, I love the Hunger Games series and not that I've read the books because I haven't, but I've read, but like, I really want to read like the prequel. So I bought the book like a couple of months ago and then I've been slowly reading it, but haven't like really like finished it yet. And I now my supervisor at my job is like big on books and stuff. So I've really been like, okay, maybe I need to tighten up with this reading thing and really get back in there. So um, the fourth movie in the prequel of The Hunger Games is coming out like November 17th. And I really want to see the movie like so bad because I've loved the films. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to read the book. I'm going to read the prequel before I see the movie. And so now I have like a deadline hard date that I need to read it by and I had to finish that book by the 17th like I need to finish it on the 16th so I've really been making some pushes to read the book and I haven't read in like the past two days but I'm gonna read today after this well actually probably not after this probably later tonight or tomorrow because I really need to clean like really badly because my room looks a mess. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be so real. My room looks a mess. And a lot of times my room will look like for me, my room looks like how I feel on the inside or like how my mind looks visually. So my mind has been like super cluttered lately because of something that I am going to talk about um, today with the um, Israel, with the stuff going on um, with Israel and Palestine um, in Gaza so there's, um, there's that. I've been thinking a lot about that. And then I've been thinking about a lot of like the state of like the U that of like the U S and like the economy and the job market and all of those things and politics. And then like, I also just have like, you know, like you have like personal stuff like, Oh, like, you know, like, you know, things like feeling like inadequate or like working hard at something and like not seeing the results um, stuff like that. So I've been going through a lot of that. And then on top of that, I've just been tired. So I've just been like a little not in it lately. So my room literally looks like that. Like it looks like, it's not like, oh my gosh, like there's like junk everywhere, but it's just like a, it's like, um, an organized mess, I guess I would say. But, um, yeah, I definitely need to clean up. And then I also just need to like clean my bathroom that I share, unfortunately. Um, and I need to wash my car. Like my car has not been cleaned until since who knows when I need to wash that car and I need to clean it out. So I have a couple of things on the to-do list today. So I might not like get to reading immediately, but like, it's definitely a goal for today. I also need to get back into writing because I haven't like sat at a, at the piano, haven't written a song play the guitar in a minute so I kind of need to like you know I just need to get my mental together which will be done by cleaning 
get my mental together, get in the right headspace, then I can get into like writing headspace. So yeah, that's what's been going on there. Um, and then there's the, so what I am going to talk about today, I'm going to talk about a couple things maybe. I don't really know. I don't want the episode to be super long, but also like I have a lot to say. Um, I guess I'll start with the Israel and Palestine stuff, which if you're not into politics, first of all, let me preface this by saying, if you're not into politics, I kind of need you to tighten up. And also it's like a thing of like, it's not really cool to be not knowledgeable about the things that are going on, um, in the world around you and the things that are affecting other people. For me personally, because I am a black queer woman, there's a lot of things that affect me. Like there are a lot of things that a lot of things like going on in, you know, I feel like, okay, well, first of all, I feel like politics affects everybody, but obviously in different ways. And the way that the U.S. system works, it affects white people a tad bit less than it does minorities or other people a part of other intersections. So, you know, the government is really just for upper class people for real. Like the only people who are really like getting something out of a lot of things that go on politically are people in the 1%. And then, you know, it kind of goes in that hierarchy like that of who has the most money and also who's white and who's not. So there's that aspect of it. And there's another aspect of like, when people say that they're neutral on topics or don't want to talk about things that they believe in, it makes it feel like, like you, oh, so like, because you're not affected heavily by something, you don't care. And that's how I felt a lot of times growing up in a predominantly white area around a lot of white people and having a lot of white friends is that a lot of times people will be silent about things because they're not affected by it. Like, yeah, why would somebody... Why would a white woman in America feel like they need to say something about what's going on in another country? And why would they think that that's not important? It's not affecting them directly. So like a lot of people don't care about that. And that's a really dangerous side of history and a dangerous side of politics and a dangerous side of humanity in general to kind of stand on. Even if you're not into politics you kind of have like morals, you know, like you have things that you stand for, like things that you believe in. Like for me personally, not even like on a political level, I believe that everybody has the right, you know, or should have the right to speak freely. Like I believe everybody deserves healthcare. Like I deserve that. I believe that everybody deserves to, you know, have a place where they feel comfortable and safe to live. Like, those are like just kind of basic things. And I think that a lot of people think that politics is just a lot of legal and da 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 stuff. But one thing for me that I used to, I kind of used to think that, but I think that as I've gotten older, I've seen that politics isn't just about the legality, like the legality of things or like the politics of things. A lot of politics is about like morals and basic human rights and a lot of getting older comes with needing to understand what you believe in and then, you know, standing up for those things. And I know that it's a lot easier to be quiet on things and, you know, it's easier to not want to ruffle people's feathers per se, 
but at the same time, not standing up for things that you believe in and that you feel are important and not speaking up is just as bad as not speaking at all. Well, obviously, um, like speaking, like not speaking up is just as bad as like not being educated on a topic and talking about it or not even being educated on a topic or, you know what I mean? Like it's just better to be educated and to speak up about stuff because it's kind of like if some if something happened to you, you would want somebody to stand up for you. It's kind of like with friendship. Like you're, you would want your friend to stand behind you if somebody did something to you. And if they didn't, it would kind of tell you everything you need to know about that person. Like that person doesn't really care about me, et cetera. And so on TikTok yesterday, I actually um, was talking about racism, which is something I just do sometimes, just casually, because I don't really understand racism at all. I don't really get why somebody would hate somebody else for something that they cannot change. And I don't understand stereotyping. I don't understand a lot of things, obviously, but like, I just don't understand deep rooted hate hatred in because of somebody's skin color I don't understand I don't understand homophobia I don't understand transphobia I don't understand any of these things in my mind a lot of that comes a lot of that hate comes from just not being informed and not know not knowing anything not even attempting to be educated on a topic and it's easier to hate things or not like something and feel uncomfortable with something that you don't understand but at the same time just because you don't understand something doesn't mean that you can't support people through that or you can't love people through that and um regardless I think a lot of why I don't understand racism also comes from like religion. Like a lot of, if not every religion teaches like love and like to no matter what that, what somebody else's religion is, or no matter if somebody doesn't even believe in religion or no matter what somebody looks like, no matter what somebody's skin color is, no matter what, you know, anything else, no matter what their income, no matter what their social status, like you just need to love people at the end of the day. And that's what I grew up learning in Christianity. So like, it's really hard for me at a lot of times to understand why a lot of white Christians and a lot of white people in general, um, hate so much when like at the end of the day, your religion tells you to love. So that's for me personally, why I don't get it. But anyways, I was talking about that and I kind of ended up bringing up, I brought that up because there was last episode I talked about this, um, lesbian couple, like this Southern white lesbian couple who, um, were on TikTok and they had, people have found some of their tweets, um, using the N word previously when they were younger or like 16. I won't say when they were younger because 16, it doesn't really matter about the age you used it. You did it. There's proof. You need to apologize, be held accountable. And, um, yeah. So they went and made an apology, but it was like a really bad apology. So, um, people were really on, well, black people were really on their necks, but there were a lot of people in the comment section who were white and they were like, Hey, like we forgive you. Like people grow, people change. Da, 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 da. And they ended up making another post, but on their, like, it was like a text post, but it was on their, I think it was on their actual like TikTok page, like as an actual post, because they did get a lot of flack for not making it an actual post and making it like a 24 hour story post. So in the comments again, it was, oh, like we forgive you. Or it wasn't even just, we forgive you. It was okay. Yeah. Enough about that. Where's the honeymoon pictures? Where is the honeymoon content? Where are the videos? Where are the wedding pictures? We want more. We want more content. And it was from a lot of white people. So I went and made a TikTok, not necessarily naming them per se, because I didn't feel like they deserved to be another video where they were like a named topic. But 
I was like, I'm not really, I don't really, one thing I hate, something that's grinding my gears actually, to really connect it back to the podcast. Um, something that's grinding my gears this week is like white people accepting other white people's apologies for them being racist. And I said it like this, for the people who don't understand racism and why it's a problem for white people to be saying the N-word and why the apologies feel ingenuous and disingenuous and why white people shouldn't be accepting other white people's apologies for things that they weren't affected by is like this. So imagine you're at your house or no, let's imagine that you like, yeah, let's imagine you're at your house and somebody comes in and they rob you. They take your phone, they take your phone, they take your keys, they take your car, they take your wallet, they take your TV, they take your couch. They take some of your jewelry, like they take a lot of things that aren't important to you. They take your dog, they take your cat, take your pet, okay? And you come outside, like you live in a neighborhood or something, and you go outside and you're just telling people like, oh my gosh, like I got robbed, guys, I've been robbed. And then somebody, your neighbor comes up to you and says, yeah, like those people did take all of your stuff. They took your house, not your house. They took your keys, they took your wallet, they took your car, they took all your stuff. But honestly, I forgive them. Like, I really forgive them for what they did. Like, they may have robbed you, but I forgive them. And you would be mad as hell. And you would be mad because how does, how dare somebody come up to you and accept and like, like, you know, like, not even that they apologize. Doesn't really matter. How dare somebody come up to you and say they forgive somebody for something that they didn't even go through? Like you didn't, you didn't even get robbed, but you're over here telling me that you forgive them for taking my car, taking my dog, taking my wallet, taking my phone, taking my TV, taking my belongings, but you forgive them. That's rich, right? That's rich. And you would be mad as hell. And that's a very, like, that's like a very minimal example of what that feels like. But that's exactly what that feels like. But that's like an example of something that is kind of, that's like, that's like a very basic example of like how that feels to have people accepting an apology when they weren't even affected by the thing that the people are apologizing for. And it just makes you sick and it makes you sick in the, in the head. So anyways, there's that aspect of things. And anyways, I don't really, I forgot how I was going to relate that back to the whole Israel and Palestine thing, but that's neither here nor there. I have been relatively quiet on my social media about um, what's been going on because I don't one, want to spread misinformation. And also I just didn't want to say the wrong thing. But at the same time, like I just said, like not speaking up about things that you believe in um, is just as bad as like speaking spreading misinformation and not speaking on it, you know? So I was like, you know what? Like I need to say something. So I ended up putting something on my Instagram story. I don't really like completely have the words to say about like how wrong this is because like in my mind, it looks so obvious. So like, I don't really have the words to properly express how disheartening one it is that there's basically like an ethnic cleansing happening and people are really turning their backs on those people and it's just really upsetting and like I said before like I understand not being a politics person like whatever 
it's just that like that's just like an easy in my mind it's a very easy cop out and an excuse to be like oh well it's not me I'm not affected by it so I'm not gonna say anything and like standing neutral on a topic is also the same way I will be the first to say first of all the loss of innocent lives in any capacity is not ideal and is not something that I don't that I think anybody for the most part wants and Hamas as a I hope I'm saying that right Hamas I ate that second time okay Hamas is a terrorist group and I will never be okay with a terrorist group um harming innocent people and there's no justifying the killing of innocent people in any capacity and at the same time you can say that and condemn Hamas and a terrorist group but still believe that Palestinian people deserve freedom and deserve a place where they call where they can call home and they deserve a place where they have free where they have you know clean drinking water they have they deserve to have a place where they feel safe where they're not afraid of being bombed where people who are sick in in hospitals aren't being bombed and that's a completely okay thing and just because you're anti-zionist doesn't mean that you're anti-semitic being anti-semitic is a terrible thing and isn't something that should be repeated in any capacity and what they went through and what Jews went through in the Holocaust is definitely not okay, one. And I think that we all believe that and we all should believe that, one. And secondly, just because... Okay, I have to phrase this right so I don't say the wrong thing. But being anti-Zionist is not anti-Semitic. And just because I believe that what the Jewish government is doing is very, very, very wrong, what the Jewish government and military is doing is very wrong, does not make does not mean that I think Jewish people should be dying. In the ideal world, and in an ideal world, war doesn't happen. Like there's an easier way, there like there's a better way to fix this issue, even though it's very important to understand that. This issue is not, this issue has been going on for a very long time and it was started by British, by the British. Like we need to get that straight first. This is not just like Palestinian people and Jewish people, or no, I think it was Jewish people. Regardless, the people in um, Israel and Palestine have been displaced over in various parts of history and regardless of where of who of what you believe religiously or what you believe in any capacity like understanding that like people dying is not the that's not the goal nobody wants to see that happen is very important first of all um but like at the end of the day we don't live in a perfect world and this is reality and this is real life and i think for me, it's not, and I could talk about the celebrity aspect of it, and I guess I'll add that part. A lot of celebrities immediately at the beginning of things, when Hamas um, bombed Israel, it was a lot of people saying like, oh, like they stand with um, Israel and the Jewish people. 
And as time has gone on, some people, some celebrities have backpedaled their statements and it just kind of goes back to the, you need to be educated on things before you speak out on them. But just because you have to be educated, it may take some time to get educated on. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't speak when you are fully educated. So there's that aspect. And then there's just the aspect of like Palestinian people have been displaced and have just slowly had their land and like just taken away from them. And Palestinian people deserve to have a place that they can call home where they feel safe and aren't afraid of being bombed or aren't living in just like Israel has been cutting off their resources. They've been cutting off their water. They've been bombing hospitals and that's just not okay. And it really makes me sad that people aren't talking more about this, especially the people that I know. Um, a lot of people haven't spoken out about it and haven't said anything. And a lot of that I believe is coming from the idea of like, oh, well, it's not me. It doesn't have anything to do with me. And there have been, and I'm not loving the America's stance on it either. Like, I think Biden is very, 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 very wrong for how, and a lot of people in Congress as well, I'm not loving at all the side that the government is choosing to stand on. And it's not representative of a lot of the American people. And I hate that so many are just, I hate that so many innocent lives are like being lost, but I also hate that people aren't even trying to understand or get educated about the situation. I got on TikTok a couple of days ago and I saw a woman on there and she was talking about um, how she lived in Gaza and they needed to evacuate or they were told they need to evacuate. And so they started evacuating and while they were evacuating, um, the Israeli government bombed them and like thousands of people had died right in front of them. And it was just like, I just, I don't, it's just so inhumane that it's just, I don't understand at all. Like there is no understanding or wrapping your mind around that. Like that was just senseless killing. And it makes me so sick that so many people are like, oh, well, like even Bernie Sanders the other day said like, oh, Israel has every right to go and bomb Gaza. They have every right to do this, that, and the third. And Biden is talking about giving them aid. Like we are effectively like giving aid to two wars right now. And that's not okay. And I think another thing that really upsets me is that all of this stuff is happening. And it's like, we don't even have our stuff together. Like America, like people are looking for jobs and cannot find them. Like it's, it's just not, none of it's making sense. And I'm not, it, it just, I hate all of it. Honestly, I hate the state of politics in America and I hate where people are standing with this situation in the world right now because they're not educated. And I think a lot of that comes from 
in my mind, I feel like a lot of U.S. people don't really understand like the full depth of this because they've never needed to fight for something like that. Like when you think about it, and I may not love the U.S. all the time. Actually, okay, I'm not going to say that. Anyways, it's just like when you think about it, a lot of like the U.S.'s population is white, are white people. And they don't, it, a lot of them like are trying to scrub away like how history is taught and they try to whitewash it. And that's already a problem, but whitewashing history and policing what people are allowed to believe and feel and who they're allowed to love and marry and what they're allowed to do with their bodies is like, just the beginning of why America isn't like this great place to be all the time. Like I have felt so helpless this week because it's like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to help people. I don't know. I don't know what, what there is to do for real. Like, I don't know. And it really sucks to feel helpless, but at the same time, it's like one thing I don't have to worry about is like, being bombed tonight. Like, I don't have to worry about, oh, like, I don't, I just don't, Americans don't have those same worries that other people in other countries do. And it speaks to like American privilege to be able to just sit back and be like, I'm not going to talk about this topic. I'm going to be neutral on this because I want to, because it's not affecting me. And it just really makes you like sick. It makes me like really sick to my stomach to just be witnessing that and to be a part of something that unintentionally and unwillingly to be a part of something that isn't, that doesn't align with my beliefs and doesn't align with my morals. Like I'm not going to sit here and give you the whole rundown history of what's been going on between Palestinians and the Israeli people, but cause you can use Google and do it yourself. But like, this is definitely not the answer and going and giving aid to a country that is effectively like ethnically cleansing. Like that's not okay. And it makes me really upset that a lot of Jewish people are sitting on the side of, well, you know, I stand with Israel because it's like, you've been through, like you've, you, your ancestors have seen that. Like they know what it's like to be like, they know what it's like for a Holocaust to be happening. And then you go, like, they know what it's like for genocide to be a part of their history, but they're allowing this to happen. And they're saying that, oh, this is the right thing to do. And it's because they're the people in power. And I think that a lot of Americans don't get that because a lot there are a lot of white people in power. There are a lot of rich people and wealthy people in power. So it's like, yeah, why would celebrities care? Really? Like, why would they really care? And there are some that are educated, but there are a lot more of them who are either staying neutral on the topic or said that what was going on in Israel was wrong, but have not said anything about what's going on with Palestinians and have not said anything about the 6,000 bombs that were dropped on Gaza in six days. In what world is 6,000 bombs in six days okay? In what world is bombing a hospital okay? And in what world is like the media pushing it as something it's not the right thing? 
in no world is that okay. And it's definitely not okay in my mind. And anybody who believes and stands with Israel, I completely understand just having different political beliefs, but this is like on a human level, plain and straight up wrong. And I don't, I never want to associate with anybody who believes otherwise, honestly, like it's disturbing and I'm embarrassed for the U S and I wish that I could do more than just speak. Like I really wish that there were better people representing the American people in government. And that's why you're seeing a lot of people, I think a lot of diplomats and a lot of people in the UN have been um, stepping down from their positions because they don't agree with what Biden's doing right now with attempting to send aid to Israel and I just don't agree with a lot of what's going on right now. And I'm a little concerned. I don't know if anybody's heard about the Project 2025 thing about the Republicans um, technically and basically making, um, creating like um, an autocracy um, in 2025. So there's a lot of things that are going on right now. And a lot of it looks not good and there are a lot of people who have been trying to defend biden and like oh well he's done like a lot of other things like you may not agree with this but blah 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 and i'm not gonna sit here and say that like when you go vote you should go and vote for trump because you don't like what biden's doing because i don't think that's the answer either but like i'm not gonna lie like we need better and more capable politicians in office and i really want to see like there needs to be term limits on people who are in Congress and really just in politics in general. Nobody should be, nobody should have a lifetime appointment to the courts, honestly. And nobody should have like, and nobody should be reelected to Congress like, like multiple times the way that they are. Like we need to have some term limits and we need better people like to be running for these offices. And also if you're not agreeing with what's going on in the government, just voting for the president isn't enough. Just voting for the people that you put in the house of representatives or in, um, the Capitol, whatever. I don't know what the buildings are. Anyways, just voting for those things aren't enough. You need to be voting for people and changing what, like you need to be voting in your local elections and changing and changing that you need to focus locally and it's really important to show up as a whole but it's really important to show up locally so that you can see the changes that you want to be made and I know that people don't love politics but like some of y'all need to start getting in there and understanding that these laws and things that are changing do affect you in some way or affect people that you love and care about so I'm going to end the t- I'm going to end the episode on that. Like there's in my mind there's nothing more important than talking about that and using my platform even if my platform is just six other people that listen to the podcast besides me. Um I appreciate you listening to this episode. You can follow me on social media with the link tree link in my in the description of this episode wherever you're listening to this one. Um I really appreciate you guys listening. I'll be back next week for sure. Um, and the episode will likely hopefully be up by 7am, but if it's not, it'll just be up by Saturday. So thank you for listening. Please go get educated on the things that you need to know more about and don't remain neutral on issues. And also use your voice to speak, find out the things that you care about and the causes that you care about. For me personally, a lot of those have to do with 
women's rights, LGBTQ rights. Um, and a lot of it is environmental stuff as well. And a lot of it is also the hot button stuff like gun control and what is the other one? Gun control and healthcare. So yeah, please go figure out the things that you care about and then fight for those things because at the end of the day, that's really kind of like what you have as a human. You have who you are and you have the things that you believe in. And at some point you have to use your voice in some capacity, like just living your life and not fighting for something. I think Martin Luther King actually said something really great about that. Um, he actually, I'm going to find it right now because it's actually like on a Justin Bieber album, which we won't really get into why that's anti, um, MLK. Here it is. Well, actually I don't, I don't want that one. So we're going to have to go see what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to go on genius and find it. Here it is. It, it's not the too I don't really want the too much one. See, cause now this is, this actually became a lot more, here it is. MLK interlude. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I just saw something that made me giggle. Um, I really have to, I'm skimming, I'm skimming. Okay, here we go, here we go. I'm just gonna read the whole thing. It was a spoken word situation. I say to you this morning that if you have never found something so dear and so precious to you that you will die for it, then you aren't fit to live. You may be 38 years old as I happen to be. And one day some great opportunity stands before you and calls upon you to stand up for some great principle, some great issue, some great cause. And you refuse to do it because you are afraid. You refuse to do it because you want to live longer. You're afraid that you will lose your job or you're afraid that you will be criticized or that you will lose your popularity or you're afraid that somebody will stab you or shoot you or bomb your house. And so you refuse to take that stand. Well, you may go on and live until you are 90, but you are as dead at 38 as you would be at 90. And the sensation of breathing in your life is but the belated announcement of an earlier death of the spirit you died when you refused to stand up for what's right you died when you refused to stand up for truth you died when you refused to stand up for justice and honestly I don't think there's I don't think there's too much more to say about that I mean you've got to go like that man said you have to go and you have to find those things that you believe and you have to stand up for them and if you're afraid to lose something over that it is what it is like your beliefs and your morals and the things that you believe in have to be stronger than how much you care about what other people, what other people are saying about you and what other people believe about you. So take that, meditate on it, and I'm going to go. So guys, enjoy your weekend, enjoy your week. Again, go find the things that you believe in and that you want to fight for and fight for those things because me personally, I don't want to die at the end of my life and feel like I didn't stand up for the things that I believed in and things that I cared about. So go and do that. Thanks.